With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid. So scared to do what I wanted In looking back I can see all the mistakes that I made And I wish that I could talk to me And tell me I can change Don't be afraid Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is September 18th, 2012, and it's nice to be back and do a live show. It's been a while. I've been really, really busy and uploading some old shows, and that's fun, too, because it seems like people listen more to the shows the second time than the first time sometimes. We have a really, really great guest today, and the guest is Hank Hayes, and he has written a book called You've Been Lied To, The Untold Truth About the Mainstream Alcohol and Addiction Treatment Programs and the Secrets on How to Eliminate the Problem for Good. So I'm going to bring Hank on in a second. I see he's in the queue. I see Amy Lee Coy's out there. Hey there, Amy. Uh, so, you know, there's some... There's some topics. First of all, I want to talk about a, a blog that has been around that is getting a little bit more action since RFR, Recovering from Recovering, um, kind of went away. It's called Expose AA. And so if you are somebody, expaa.org, if you need a place to blog and talk with other like-minded people, uh, it looks like there's people over there, um, some really good writers are in their blogging. Uh, and a little bit of news. So I'm going to report that Lance Glock um, was again arrested. He was exposed through the Make AA Safer workshops that were done in April and May of 2010. And it looks like that Lance Glock walked into a home goods store and decided he was going to fill up 17-year-old uh, in the aisle or in the waiting for um, in the uh, whatever the, the line to check out. And uh, so he thought maybe he was in an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting where he would have gotten away with it, but. Uh, her and her friend called the police, and I guess he did this more than once. So he was being held as of a couple of weeks ago on $20,000 bail by the uh, Covina Police Department. So we'll keep you updated with that story. Another story that uh, I think is worth noting, there's um, the other one here. Um, Randolph Posdell, 68, told a federal court judge that he suffered from sex addiction um, I don't know what what happened to the word promiscuity. But there's like so much crap with the word addiction and sex addiction. Uh, so he was arrested when downloads of child porn were traced to his home. Investigators found more than 175 illegal images and videos, as well as the assault, sexual assault of children, who appeared to have been drugged. Um, so the assaults of the children, now 14 and 12, happened over a two-and-a-half-year period between 2004 and 2006. Their mother, whom Posdell sponsored, let's, let, me, let me just say that again, their mother, whom he sponsored, in Alcoholics Anonymous, was romantically involved with. 
she died of an accidental drug overdose, and then um, he was molesting her children. So when we have a court judge uh, sentencing people and asking him who their sponsor is, I think we should print out this little story here, and the person with the DOI can hand it to the judge and say, oh, is this your idea of an AA sponsor? It's just one of my stories. There's many. I want to bring Hank on because Hank is a very, very passionate guy. He's a great writer. It's a great book. The book um, exposes it, and he gives you a program and then shares with you some really sane stories of other people of what they did. So I'm going to bring Hank on right now. Hello there. Hey, how you doing, Monica? How are you? Uh, I'm good today. I'm, I feel like it's been way too long that I did a live show, so I'm really happy to be here and have you on. I'm glad to be here, really glad to be here. You're, you're a uh, warrior doing the work, so uh, anything I can do to support that, I'm down. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, so glad. So tell me what's new since the last time um, you know we chatted. What have you been doing with promoting your book and getting the word out there? Well, you know, as far as the book goes, this is something that's been really interesting. You know, we have a process, and um, I have someone who works within my primary company who helps me out and does uh, some of the, uh, if you will, agent-type work, yeah. work and books radio shows and stuff like that and some speaking gigs. And it is just fantastic mm. that, um, yeah, one of the... Uh, you know, my primary company deals with law enforcement, corrections, and military, right? Right. And, uh, uh, so one of the guys who we happen to have trained, he's a DARE officer, you know, the DARE. Oh, yeah, the DARE program. you're right. Oh, my God. Right. So, uh, you know, we got to talking, and mm -hmm. uh, he he said, hey, well, I'm, I'm really interested in reading, in reading the book. And I said, all right, cool, you know. And, you know, he's a law enforcement type, so he's, he's skeptical and, right. um, you know, very protective and cautious and so I sent him a book and we hadn't talked for a while and then all of a sudden I get this email you know when you get an email you open it up and sometimes if it's a paragraph or two you're like okay great this is good but when it's a full page and goes on past where you got to scroll up you're like oh my goodness right so it's one of these emails right and he says I got the book and it was sitting on the dining room or living room table, and his mother-in-law came in, and apparently his a sister-in-law is has been dealing with some dealing with some stuff. Right. And he said the mother started reading it, and then they all said, "Come in for dinner." And she said, "Well, hold on a minute, hold on a minute." And she she was dug into this book. She ended up sniping the book, right. reading it, and said. This is so true, mm -hmm. what she's witnessed for the last 10 years with her daughter. And as a matter of fact, now she and the son, who's a police officer, right. are going to actively bring this to and through the channels of law enforcement mm. and the court system, mm -hmm. bring this to their attention. And she's oh, like raving that this is the way things should be done. Oh, that's so good. And can you tell us what state and city? I can go as far as to say in Oklahoma at this point, right outside okay. of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, that's so good. This is really, really great news. Uh, I uh, I sent your book to a, a prison out here, Chino Prison, although didn't ha you know get any feedback. But he already told me that they knew AA wasn't working, and so they were, you know, using cognitive behavioral therapy. Really awesome. Now I do. I know you're doing some radio shows. Can you tell us what you're doing, what station, and can we hear them on Internet? Can we go on to a site? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't believe this. This is so funny. Okay, yeah, this is how it happens, I think. Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I meet, uh, and, you know, and my thing is is sharing from heart and soul. And, you know, sometimes, and who's ever out there listening, you know, uh, we all have, um, you know, something inside. We all have this greatness. But a lot of times through many different events in life and, you know, pivotal or defining moments, we decide to, you know, you know, keep that like an old pair of shoes in the corner and don't let anybody see them. Even though they're very comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, if it doesn't meet the status quo, we just keep it off in the corner. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, through just being myself, I ended up as a guest on ESPN. Mm -hmm. right? So I did the show, right? right. So now... I'm a co-host. Oh wow! On ESPN. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, once a month, I get to be a co-host on ESPN, and we basically just talk about the name of the show is the Water Cooler, mm-hmm. and it's ESPN LV dot com. ESPN LV dot com, and it's Sunday morning at nine o'clock. Um, Sunday but morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So cause the reason I'm asking is I have a Sonos system in my house, and I can pick up radio stations all over the world in it. Not cool? So yeah. anyone who has, a, a, and sometimes you can with the Internet, just go there. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. So it's ESPNLV.com, and Hank is on, is it what Sunday, first Sunday of the month? or? Well, it rotates, but I will rotates. be on actually this coming Sunday. Okay. This coming Sunday, and yeah, and our topic or our theme this Sunday is uh-huh. getting it done. You know, actually, right. Bob Shooter, he'll be doing the thing, get her done. You know, he'll be mm-hmm. doing, doing mm-hmm. that thing, and then uh, and my guests are actually uh, a fellow named Mike Brenhog, who is the um, best-selling international author oh, yeah. of. Mike. Yeah, where's the focus? And mm. we also have Captain. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, and we also have Captain Zach Walters from the U.S. Marines, and so people, you know, may say, "What the heck does that have to do with mm-hmm. getting over, you know, a negative habit?" Right. And it has everything to do with it because that is one of the tools that that that. We use as people to get over problems and don't even realize it at times because we take one bad habit, whether it's drinking, whether it's drugging, whether it's spending money, whether it's porn, and we end up replacing it with something else. We can't just stop and then just just sit at home and sit on the edge of the bed and and do nothing. We know where that's going to take us. Hmm. So we end up replacing it with something more constructive, better for us, better for other people, better for the society. All right. So, you know, in the topic of getting it done, we look at how does a premier personal coach and an international best-selling author, what does he have to say? You know, how does that apply? So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And how does... You know, a captain in the Marines, the Marines is the smallest fighting force, mm-hmm. but responsible for more direct action than the other branches of the military. And they've done this consistently for 235 years. How's that for results? Wow. Well, I think that um, anywhere that we can get in, I think especially where they have problems with people who are drinking, uh, which would be law enforcement is going to love a solution that you know that really might work. Uh, I, I was over there reading on um, Gunther's uh, new well, not a new blog, but it, you know it's kind of reinventing itself again and again. And I'm going to get the link and send it to you because they're talking about like the whole cycle of like if people go into like a rehab that doesn't work, Hank, right? Or they get sent off to the state type, you know, choice. Okay, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to this year rehab. And we're going to force you, we're going to force AA and 12 Steps and Powerless down your throat, which, you know, you talk about in your book. And then they come out and say if it doesn't work for people. And then the cycle just is over and over again. And, you know, it's called the rehabilitate. Well, it's really incredible here. The psycho-pharmaceutical industrial complex disease model. And somebody wrote a really, it's a blogger, who wrote a really long post that I didn't have time to read now, but uh, very, very interesting that we are a movement now. You know, you, I, I, looked, I listened to the first show, how you called in to my show last fall in 2011. Yeah. I didn't know you, what? you know, right? I mean, I think yeah, how right. you found it, you called in. I was so excited that, oh my God, this guy wrote this book where he's, you know, exposing AA, but not only that, but created another program which is needed that's more empowering, that actually gives you some solutions. You deal with physical, you know, issues, uh, supplements to take. Um, you give people exercises to do. And what I'm finding from me now blogging and having left AA for 18 months is that a lot of people just need a book and to be able to chat and blog with like-minded people now. 
Absolutely. Without question. And we know from the results. We know from the results, you know, um, the, how you say, you know, the jury's out and the jury's been out. We have mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much data from so many, you know, great authors, you know, who've told their story and who've shared their insights and, you know, Amy LeCoy's book and just right, right. so many people. You, it, it's it, it's like, um, you know, it's like that kid who is, uh, you know, in, in, in junior high school and he's six foot five. He just mm-hmm. stands out mm-hmm. from everybody else. I mean, it's right. just, I mean, it's just so old, it, it, you know, it's pathetic. And, you know, speaking of that, you mentioned what's been going on. And I can't say what university, but a university has approached myself and another individual about bringing the program into the university mm. because they found that Alcoholics Anonymous, they found that traditional treatment isn't working, but more so, mm-hmm. it is detrimental to the future of the yes. students mm-hmm. because they're left going, "Hey, I'm effed, I'm right. screwed, I'm I've got a life. disease, or I've hurt." Yeah, I'm broken. Right, very, very bad. I mean, Tony Robbins probably kicked their ass if he were to hear. I'm sure he must know about AA, but this is the kind of thing that it must be like a society. Of where you know places where all the colleges where they meet where all the you know the deans or whatever of universities, if you could get to speak at like a place where maybe after this happens with one and you, you develop whatever kind of a design or program within it, that then you could be a speaker at a place an event where colleges all over the country are talking about issues on campus which we already know that there's problems with, you know, people getting killed and kids, you know, drink over drinking and stuff. They would really be, you know, get in front of all of them and, you know, have cartons of your book available to sell and, mm. Well, yeah, and, you know, I, I will tell you this, you know, this is, you know, very interesting. You know, now it's been, it's been a year that since, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know the book's been out, and right. uh, you know I gotta I gotta tell you, and you know all y'all who are listening, y'all. That's not not a real word, but we're gonna use it today. Yeah. Um, yeah that um, you know. Wait, wait, wait! You're from in, New York. Where's the y'all? <laughs> it's all that training in the South. Where you had to wait, work. I, that's <laughs> okay. right. That's right. Oh my gosh! Uh, the Southern folks are just so great, so hot. You know. Big hospitality and right, right. Come on, y'all, let's get some. And they have really good rim. sweet tea too. Okay, don't forget the sweet tea, and they have really good catfish, and they don't put ketchup on it. So, you know. Right, But you yeah. were saying so that uh, it's been a year, like right a year, right? And um, yeah, yeah, right at a year. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, for those that are out there, if you have something that's inside of you, you know, a passion. You know, like writing the book for me was so cathartic. It was unbelievable. And initially, because, you know, I spent, you know, a decade and a half in the rooms. So I still, even though I went through all this, you know, deprogramming and stuff, you know, what's first on the brain stays in the brain, you know, that that Mm -hmm. saying. And Mm -hmm. um, so I... Even though I deprogrammed, even though I read 60 books, even though I visited all these facilities, did all these processes, you know, I mean, if I say, you know what, Monica, don't think of the color blue. Just do me a favor, don't think of the color blue. Mm -hmm. There's no way you cannot think of the color blue. Right. Right. So I thought, you know, that, you know, I would get lynched and, you know, when I put this book out. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you know, there I had a couple death threats there and all this, but here's the deal, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Fucking crazy people. Okay, so you got over a few death threats, but all right. Bring it on, baby, bring it Mm -hmm. on, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That out of 20 people, 15 are solid locked on with the message of the book. You have three that are not really sure. They're Mm -hmm. not really sure about things. Mm -hmm. And you have about one and a half to two Mm -hmm. that are in the traditional recovery, you got a disease camp. Yeah. And these are are 20 friends that were 
in it. Is that what you're talking about? The, from no, the beginning? I'm in no. general. Like, let's say I, oh, I, in general. Okay. I, I talk with 20 people, you know, month one, 20 people month two, 20 people month oh, three. Because okay. now, yes. yeah, I've, I've done like, I don't know, like 50 radio shows, you know, done, you know, you know two dozen, you know, speaking engagements. Yeah, so in yeah. my... Yes, investigative reporting, talking with people in the back of the room, talking with people, you know, uh, you know, we've got, you know, a five-star review now on Amazon, and, you know, you, you read these reviews, you talk mm-hmm. to people, they email in, you, you, the common denominator ends up showing up. Yeah, you know what I want to see on this, and Amy's, I want to see this on Amy Lee Coy's book, is that in the New York Times bestseller that's what I want to see. I want to see that little star that or, or Oprah recommends or Ellen DeGeneres, you and Amy. These two books are my, I mean, you know I bought a bunch from you and I bought some her, a bunch from her. And these are the two books that I think are so current that can, uh, you know, give people. Uh, the thing that I'm opening, uh, you know, by the way, I'm talking to Hank Hayes right now. If you just uh, logged in or you're listening in, you've been lied to the untold truth about mainstream alcohol and addiction Treatment programs and the secrets on how to eliminate the problem for good. And I just opened up as Hank was talking, and this is just a little piece here the physical fitness and wellness part of his program, which I am so about this, enhances mood, it balances and assists in weight management, it boosts in vitality and energy levels, it adds spark to your sex life and life, promotes better sleep cycles normalizes metabolism, increases self-image, provides a mental getaway, uh, builds and tones body shape, creates vitality and vital life force energy. I could go on forever. And then he goes on to talk about mental health. And i got to say, I'm dealing with some issues right now. And if I swim, I go and I swim, leave my house, I go swim my laps, I'm a different person. And sometimes I'm euphoric when I leave. You know? This is the kind of stuff that's in, you know, Hank's book. Uh, I think that. So you're talking about deprogramming. Uh, if you mind, go. Just, can we just go back a little bit because we assume, you know, you read a lot of books. I didn't read actually 60 books. I, I've read a lot. I did a lot of blogging. I read Orange Papers. I read Stinking Thinking, um, and the Blue. What would you say? Could you pinpoint a couple of? If somebody wants to deprogram. They've already really slowed down on going to meetings, and that they're still kind of believe some of the bullshit. What could you give us three sources that might help somebody besides reading your book and Amy's book? <laughs> what would you say? Yeah, off the well, top of your head. I, I, I actually, it's funny though. I, I, I don't know because I haven't finished the book, but uh, Doctor Daniel Amen has a book called Unchain Your Brain. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I know that book. Yeah, I have it, but I haven't read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he uh, has got some good, good, solid stuff in there from from brain scan research. Mm-hmm. And if you will, yeah, uh, if you listen to the title, Unchain Your Brain. So right. talk, talking about what we mentioned before, right. uh, replacing you know, an old negative habit with a new constructive habit Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. behavior. Unchain Mm -hmm. from the old Mm -hmm. and replace the new. Mm -hmm. So, see, the theme is is quite the same. Mm -hmm. But um, I know, uh, oh, gosh, come on, come on, what's this? Uh, Dr. Stan Peel, but he's got some solid stuff. I mean, to me, that guy's the godfather of the change and, um, you know, he's really, he's really, you know, taken some hits with the baseball bat over the decades. Right. Uh, you pioneer, you know, are breaking things out. But, um, you know, I would say, you know, he's got just dozens of books that he's, that he's wrote. And, um, of course we have, oh, what is it? Uh, Come on, a guy who's in uh, Northern California, Rational Recovery. Oh, oh yeah, Jack. Jack. Yeah, Jack right, Trimpey. Jack Trimpey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Now, they may not, uh, well, uh, Dr. Stan Peel has got some great stuff on the deprogramming, but, I mean, there are so many. Oh, and there's another great text, too, out there called uh, Addiction, uh, Addiction is a Choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Addiction. That's when um, I think one of the bloggers was reading that addiction 
is a choice. Uh, one of the things that I hear said a couple of times to me recently was, well, you know how we are. And it was somebody who I was telling them that I had left AA and, and why, and I was like, you know, that even annoyed me 15 years ago. I was like, what are you talking about? Like that lumping together that, uh, right. you know, sort of the, the cult aspect of, um, you know, that we're special, that we're different, that, you know, we think differently, we are. And I was like, uh, no, I'm not. Like, uh, that I really don't buy. And I would love to add into my film, I, I think I'm going to have the opportunity to meet some neurosurgeons, but, um, you know, to ask some questions to them about that whole belief system. I don't know where it came from, Hank, where they started saying, oh, the brain is different. No, it's not. Like, they, what? Who made that shit up? Was it like Dr. Yeah. Who's the guy on TV? Dr. Phil or Dr. One of those guys who were. <laughs> I don't know who made it up, but it's not true. You know, it's. Um, what? Yeah, no, I. I, 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 I think believe. coaching. Oh, you know what Amy wrote here? I think coaching, like Mike's book, it's a great addition to dealing with addictions, which are so much about habit, mental, and physical habits. So if anyone's listening, uh, WTF. Is a book which um, I'm also reading um, by Mike. Uh, how do you pronounce Mike's last name? Oh, Brenhog. Brenhog. That's. Let's see. I got a copy of his book right here. B R E N H A U G. Mike Brenhog. WTF. Great, great title. So now I know that you wrote all these books. I mean, you read all these books, like you said, fifty, sixty, and you did some other things, and you were definitely into some supplements. Will you talk about some of the supplements you found helped? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Okay, so you know the supplement thing is is huge, and a lot of folks, you know, either aren't educated on it or understand the strength of supplementing. So what I mean by supplementing, supplementing is adding something on to an existing body of whatever. Mm -hmm. So a simple one may be like omega-3s, 6s, yeah. and 9s. And people go, okay, well, fatty acids uh, or, you know, okay, great. Well, the brain is made up of two-thirds of fats. And, you know, it's like lip lipids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when... We, you know, uh, especially, you know, alcohol and, you know, drugs and smoking, man, that absolutely just kills off mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the, you know, fatty tissue in the brain. So these omega-3, 6s, and 9s uh, do a great job of replenishing it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one huge, huge tool. Uh, another would be a high-quality organic multivitamin, mm -hmm. not a synthetic one, but mm -hmm. an organic one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. so you don't want to the one. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You know, I know the answer to this, but I just want to ask it again because there's people listening that maybe don't know it. So you, you know, you're going all along in life. You have you know, the story where you were, you know, attending 12-step um, meetings, and your life is getting really, really good. Something. I mean, this is a lot of work you did. This is a lot of research, Hank, and I'm so grateful to you, especially the exposing part that you did it, right, so I don't have to do it. But <laughs> kind of like, it's got to be something that just said, i got to write a book. i just got to write this book. Like me, i got to make a film. I'm making a documentary, right? What happened to you that you said, i got to write a freaking book about this? Yeah, wow. Uh, that's a great question. Well, there was there was an um one of my yeah you know I'm big into like personal development and bettering myself and stuff mm -hmm. like that and there's mm -hmm. this one guy his name is Les Brown mm -hmm. and he calls it oughtness oughtness ought to so someone ought to mm. do this and mm -hmm. he calls it oughtness right yeah so after I, I'm a big, like, I'm a reader nut kind of person. I just, I like to, you know, take my, <laughs> yeah, just take my mountain bike and go right off in the mountains, and then you'll see me sitting there in a lotus position off the top of some cliff reading my book, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> go down mm -hmm. to the beach, read a book. Bring the kids to the park, I'm reading a book. 
you yeah. know, now of yeah. course it's a Kindle, right? But um What? Yeah, so, no, no Kindle for me. I took a yeah. paper. <laughs> <laughs> I know it took my wife. She's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to electronic I can't read an electronic book. I gotta support the the industry. Uh, you know, I just can't I'm not going there. So anyway, you're so, sitting on this mountain, you're reading all these books no and then what happens? Well, initially, um and, and this was this was this is the God's honest truth. Um you know, and you know, th- th- this is part of you know my little wushu thing. Um, I believe that things hold energy, all right. And that may be a martial artsy thing, but you know, I don't know. It works for me. It works for the you know a couple uh, at this point twelve thousand people. You know, law enforcement, uh, corrections, and military operators that we train. And you know, it's like Spidey sense. You know, you can tell when a guy's going to go sideways on you. You know, you do that routine traffic stop. You mm-hmm. ask the subject, hey, you know, what are you doing in this neighborhood? Or, you know, your car's weaving a little bit. Everything okay? And, you know, you can see it. You can just feel it. You can, you can hear the lie about to come out. You know, you just right. know. Well, that's kind of that energy. Okay, so anyway, so when I go into a library, one of the things I do is I say, you know, I ask the power of the writers of these books to just infuse with me, and, you know, hopefully I can get the most out of my session in the library, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know, maybe, maybe you know, who, 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 I don't know, Emerson's essays are in there, you know, Socrates' works in there, you know, Jesus' work is in there, you know, there's a bunch of great stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm walking through the aisles. This is a totally true story, guys. I'm walking through the aisles, and, you know, the tight aisles of the library in Rancho Santa Margarita, California, and I do not know what made me stop. I can't tell you, and this is, I don't know, you know, four years later, but I stop. I stop right in the middle of the aisle. Right. I turn to my right, and right there, eye level, right plain as day as I can say it, is addiction is a choice. I see the spine of the book, addiction is a choice, boom, wow. right there. Right. And that was on a Thursday. I had finished the book on a Sunday night. My life was absolutely different from that point. Wow. And I had already made my departure from AA, and it was already doing different things. Mm. But that was a real pivotal point oh, in I gotta my get this program. one. Okay, I don't yeah. have this one yet. Addiction is a choice. Yeah, okay. let me see the author here. Is this uh, about the Sinclair method? Is this one that maybe? No. No. Okay. Just, Addiction is a choice. Yeah, uh, by Dr. Jeffrey Schaller. Okay. Yeah, by Dr. Okay. Jeffrey Schaller. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. Wow. So you, you see this, and you obviously pull it out, and you. Yeah, know. and now I'm a reader nut, but now here's the deal. Okay, most people, you read four pages in this book and you'd have to take a nap. Mm-hmm. It is written in clinical, yeah. medical jargon. Right. It's very difficult to read. It's very difficult to read. And and I and so then I continued picking up, you know, um, continued picking up more books and, and reading them. I think that's what I was telling to Amy about your book and her book that I think is so important. Um, uh, And that's why I bought most of those to give out or that you could read them. They weren't like, even though I like uh, Albert Ellis' book, when I think when it's A doesn't work for you or something like that. And his is kind Mm -hmm. of in more normal speak, you know, when he was a Ph.D., but he did talk in more normal contents, right? Um, but I I do think that it's the kind the, the thing I want next from you. I, you know, I'm gonna hit me over the head and say no, I'm not gonna. But is uh, well, we're, actually we're talking about making a trifold pamphlet where we'd be able to give it to everyone. So you could give it to law enforcement, you could give it to a lawyer, you could give it to a doctor, and we're gonna put the programs in it. I'm gonna make it. I mean, I'm gonna hire somebody to help me do it, but. You're going to be in there, Amy's, you know, Amy and you will be in like one of the squares as these options. But even if you had, even if it were just a trifold where you had one of the tries had, you know, you're exposed and two is kind of like a breakdown of your program. Actually, you don't even need a three. It could be two-sided because, you know, the stories are the third part of your book and that's not really necessary. People just need to know that um, like I was talking to a guy who's changed the whole paradigm in a state, which I'm going to leave out what state it is, because he's just changed the whole paradigm, and everybody's getting mm-hmm. sent to smart now. 
and he bought 60 books. I forget which book it was, and he handed it to doctors. And what the, some of the doctors said is, do you have a pamphlet? <laughs> and that's where, you know, and Amy was with me when we went on this trip, and, we're, you know, I was like, we clearly need a pamphlet, like, to go with, I'm going to give out your book and Amy's book, but what if we have this pamphlet that, they you know, Amy, once she designs her thing, and, you are, you know, you have a program, which I, I'm, I'm kind of, I actually want to ask you this. If somebody wanted to hire you, um, to help them one-on-one, do you do that kind of coaching? I will do that coaching. I don't do that coaching, but I will do that coaching, and, and here is why, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because when somebody needs and wants that help, you know, the, okay, so we know through our research that the number one common denominator Across all forms of recovery, whether it be AA, whether it be um, the, the the Minnesota model, the Pennsylvania model, mm-hmm. the uh, self-efficacy model, you pick whatever model of recovery you want. The one common denominator is this person has a desire, a true desire, to make their life better. Mm-hmm. It's the one common thing. Right. So you know what 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 we are building here is a large-scale model meant for masses, and I work better that way. It's just mm-hmm. like I don't, I really don't teach people one-on-one with the martial arts. I teach departments and commands. That's right. the way I work best. Right. Um, and, yeah, so, and that's what, it, I should say that differently, to serve people the best, to get them the best result. And uh, Hank, what's so the best way if somebody finally hears this and listens to this and actually wants to? I know that you took down on track and beyond, right? That site? Did you take down your blog? No, no, oh, no, you no, didn't. No, it's there. Yeah. Oh my God. There. Okay. So if somebody hears this, I know you can get you can get Hank's book right now if you if you just tuned in. Um, we are talking to Hank Hayes, the author of "You've Been Lied To: The Untold Truth About Mainstream Alcohol and Addiction Treatment Programs." and the secrets on how to eliminate the problem for good. Hank Hayes, uh, he is on with me now. You can hear him on ESPN. He's going to be on there this Sunday at 9 a.m., ESPNLV.com, where they're going to talk about all kinds of things. But um, what website is the site that somebody could find you? Yeah, On Track and Beyond. Okay. Just spelled out, like, stay on track. So On Track mm-hmm. and Beyond. So we have a few people in the chat room. I see Kenneth Anderson's in there. Hey, Kenneth, and Rainbow's in there, and Amy and Gunther, and we have a couple of anonymous guests. So people are listening, and they're chatting a little bit. Uh, so where were we? Um, let's see. We're talking about... Well, we were asking about helping if, if one individual had wanted help. Yes, if if a person... Do you have... like Do you know the woman who I had on or about her program? Like She has like seven weeks to... Um, safe, moderate drinking that she created for people who haven't gotten into trouble yet, who find they're drinking a little too much. So she has actually a program, a set amount of money, where somebody would do the work, and then it's like seven weeks, you know? And it's actually a very reasonably priced program. Do you have something like that in place? No. The framework that we have is what we call a five-key master formula. Mm -hmm. And a five-key master formula is big. We suggest 12 weeks to follow the path mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is prescribed in the book. But this is what's awesome about it, okay? And this is the same way we teach law enforcement, military, okay? Let's say the subject, we, we're just going to use corrections as an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say you got to do a cell extraction, meaning you got to get this guy out of that jail cell, and he's Six foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds, right? And he is one mean psalm, you know what? Right. Okay. And here you are, a female officer, a mm-hmm. female corrections officer, right? And you're going in in a two man entry squad, and you got another female officer. That happens. That happens frequently, depending right. on mm-hmm. the way the prison mm-hmm. system is set up. Yeah. Okay. Now those two females. 
going to deal. Now, they, they go in there. They don't have stun guns. They don't have firearms. They go in with, you know, uh, what they call uh, entry protection. Um, now, are those two females going to deal with that six foot five guy the way a male would? Who is equally six foot five and has a backup who's six foot five? Are they both going to do the same thing? Yeah, I don't know. I hope not. De- <laughs> de- definitely not. Right. right. So right. the the point here is, is everybody has their own individual path. Right. Right. For some people, you said this, and we found this absolutely to be true, and we know this from the research that somebody can read a book over a weekend and absolutely change the direction of their walk, thus changing the ultimate destination that they get to. Right. Another right. person. Yeah. yeah. It's like another seeing a movie person. when we see a movie that changes you or I mean art should change us. So I think a good book um if you have to apply it uh I'm sorry. Yeah, you finish your train of thought. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, absolutely. Or another person May have to go to a little counseling, mm-hmm. maybe go to a little bit more counseling, mm-hmm. maybe go to even a little bit more counseling, and then you know transition to something else. Um, but what the content and the five master keys is designed for here, like, and then this is great. Our stuff isn't 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 set set up for everybody. Like, this is not a this is not like AA where one size fits all. This is yeah. this is not that. Right. But uh, don't you think that that's what we're coming to? I mean, uh I talk about Amy a lot because we've become good friends and you know, we're in the car for like, I don't know, how many almost 2000 miles. It seemed like we drove round trip, right? But in you know, really knowing the same thing with you, I think that's that realize that you, there is no one size fits all. And that people uh, really need, I mean, that's why the blogging thing is working and the chatting. Now, some people when in the newer stages, I do believe, want to go to a meeting and sit with other people, uh, which is why they're smart. And I like SOS, Secular Organizations of Sobriety, and there's not as many meetings. But that doesn't matter. It's going to grow. I want to ask you something that I think is very, very important, even for current bloggers who left. Self-esteem and self-worth, and a healthy ego, like where you can get up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm awesome. Like my youngest son, like it's like, um, you know, like that kind of, uh, and I see people with 17 years, 25 years, uh, 10 years, 5 years, that still have that bad, that they don't feel good about themselves. So you have some things in your, we have about 17 minutes left. I would love to talk, just a little example, and you've done it before, but on my other shows, let's talk a little bit about some of your exercises and things that work on changing and that shift on self-esteem or you know really feeling good about yourself and that you're not a piece of shit and you're broken and you're an alcoholic for life and you're fucked up and the whole drama and the drone of Alcoholics Anonymous. Give us a little of Hank's way what's in your book. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's talk about, you know, uh, our two, we're going to use two-in-one here, which is self-esteem and self-image. So how we feel about ourselves and how we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, you know, our self-esteem. And you know, this is, you know, one where, you know, if you know, if if we as individuals who had you know, uh, somebody tell us, you know, ah, you're nothing but a hoodlum. You're never going to amount to be nothing, you know. <laughs> Look at the way you wear that hair. What the hell's wrong with you? Ah, right, you know, right, why don't right. you get some better friends, you know. Right. Um, you know, and we can change that. And, you know, here is here is the drill. And first, now we're just on the self, on, on the self-esteem side, mm-hmm. okay. And, and the, this is where, this is where this is really, really cool. Okay, we, we and this can be done within fifteen minutes, and just say, mm-hmm. okay, truly, at a, at a, at a true level, what is it that? And those listening can ask yourself this right now, you know, um, what is it that I truly do well? 
Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm good at? What is it that I contribute mm-hmm. to the good of this earth with? What is it that I do? You know, and just write it down. Mm-hmm. You know, just simply write that down. And now, if what is something that we've learned to do? Like it's really funny. You know, we go like right now we can say I ride a bicycle. And mm-hmm. you have to go, oh, we're a big I'm freaking a deal to ride a bicycle. Right, you're, you're a right. Good, but remember what that was like when we first learned how to ride a bicycle? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huge. It was monstrous. I know what my, my daughter, my daughters are downstairs here. They're six years old, the two of them. When they first were able to ride, they were like, Daddy, 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 did you see me? I rode this bicycle. It's awesome when a kid learns to tie a shoe. Right. Now, you know, you talk to somebody who maybe has had some, you know, serious kind of surgery or some, some brain injury. They they may have trouble brushing their teeth or tying their shoes. We take this stuff for granted. Well, we need to be worthy to ourselves, and that is part of self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It's not Joe's esteem for me. It's not Monica's esteem for Hank. It's Hank's esteem for Hank. Self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you get the power that one. Yeah, and you know what else I got too from after I read your book, uh, and it's happened at different times over the three decades or more that I, you know, been on a sort of a path of growth, you know, um, spiritual growth and personal development, is that I noticed uh, after I was reading that section of your book and you and I started to talk that I said these things sometimes about my, oh, you're crazy, oh, you're, you know, like jokingly and with Kevin we would say, and I said. You know, I think I'm gonna stop saying that. Like, that's like that's not helping. Or like, oh, I'm fat. You know, what am I, 20 pounds overweight? I'm like, I'm not fat. You know what I mean? I I, I could do. lose the 20 pounds, but that's not helpful for my self-image to constantly say, oh my God, I'm so fat. No, I'm not so fat. Okay, like that's really not true at all. And I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy is in the mental ward. But hey, those absolutely. things matter. What we say. Every day, and you talk about that in your book too. Uh, it's it's tremendous. Oops, did I lose Wait. it? Yeah, no, we. I heard you. It was like a little bleep, but you were there. Okay. But, yeah. Um, that is tremendous. It's 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 tremendous, and uh, you know those. Well, some may know or not. You know, um, yeah, I'm a pilot, and I I got this you know uh, high high performance complex rating, and now how would it be if I had passengers, and we were flying over uh, the home pass, and we got these serious you know forty knot mile per hour sideways winds, and I go, I'm a terrible pilot, I'm a terrible pilot, and this is bellowing throughout the plane, right? How much right, confidence? Right, right. Yeah. No, I go. I say to myself, "Man, this is going to be pretty interesting." I've been trained for this. I'm going to slow the plane down. I'm going to do what I, I was trained to do, and I'm going right. to follow the checklist. And I'm going to. Uh, if I got to throw up, it'll be after I land the plane in the bathroom. But I can't do it now. I got. Mm-hmm. I got. I got to grow a pair right now and make mm-hmm. this happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See the difference? Yeah, and, and you know too. Uh, we were talking. Kevin and I were talking about it last night when because one of my sons just says it in such a it's the way that you say it too i mean like if you say like i'm i'm awesome i'm awesome um it's like no like it's like i'm freaking awesome like you know i remember the first time you know looking in the mirror when i was long time like when i was really young and i really didn't love myself yet or like myself i'd have to look in the mirror and say you know i love you i love you monica you're a beautiful person and after like a year of doing it it was easy yeah. But it was hard when I was 18 to do that. Absolutely. And let's make a distinction here in a, in a definition. So the self-esteem is how you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. and the self-image is how you see yourself mm-hmm. and how one believes other people see us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, this is key yeah, to log on to. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's a, a big deal. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, say that again. Hank, say that one more time. Yeah, sure, sure. Self-esteem is how you feel about yourself. Your self-esteem. So self-esteem is how you feel about yourself. And self-image is how you see yourself and how you believe 
others see you. And that that's it, how we believe others see us. And that is that that's a key you know, that that's a key distinction. So you I, know, I have a question. It is a key. So I have a question. So you have somebody who's very, very successful and in their careers and stuff, but they still don't quite get it how talented, how great they are. They're sometimes shocked when people compliment them and, you know, tell them that they're awesome. They're, the person is extremely liked by other people. Um what would well? It's really it's kind of vague in general, but I know you get the idea. Yeah, sure. What? Yeah, what? Yeah, could you address that? Yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. We do this, and this is what's great about the workshop and workshop environments, because you have, um, let's say, you have you work in squads or pods, whatever you want to call. It. So you got let's say five different people, and um, I mean, uh, just, yeah, just give you give you an and give you. You know, an example, just right. because, you know, I know Amy. Um, so let's say it was me, you, uh, and Amy. And I said, I said, you know what, Amy, I really, you have a focus and a caring um, uh, way you broadcast. And she it is, if if she doesn't understand something, She'll make it known that she doesn't understand it, so she's sincere. Right. And I stated how she behaves in a way because she's got that, you know, eye to eye look. She doesn't blink. Um, you know, she looks like a girl that takes care of herself, and she dresses. You know, she's got this cool little, cool little funk style going on there. Right. You know, you know, and you know, and. I know for me that when someone gives me, you know, earnest feedback, you know, and again, you know, this kind of exercise is for people who want to get real and be real. You know, if they, if if this is not for the for the for the group that wants to swindle money off of people and right. you know, you know, you know, hunt out people and you know, take a person who's you know two weeks clean and sober and, you know, bring them back and, you know, you know. Um, right, right. You know, Take you know, them for $25,000 a month to their rehab, 50000 a month for rehab. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, just, you know, the crazy. This is for people who want to be sincere. And, right. Um, and it attracts that kind of person uh, who really wants to better themselves. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, so, yeah, so when you get that feedback, a person goes, oh. And then it brings top of mind the truth because we really know how we we don't we don't buy nice clothes and we don't go to you know Chico's and Sage you know to look like shit we buy this nice stuff to look good right right you know but sometimes our brains get a little excuse so if we just get a little feedback it just it just straightens it back up mm-hmm. um, this is just an example this is right. just an example. Right, right. There was an exercise uh, in a marriage counseling. I did a lot of that work uh, a long time ago, and it was called Getting the Love You Want by Harville Hendricks. And it was the first time Harville Hendricks believes that, uh, you know, he does these marriage weekend workshops where that we are actually here to help heal each other. And it was the first time that someone had approached, you know, me I was very much, you know, uh, still in AA, but I wasn't. I was going to wayless meetings because I had a new baby. My first child was, you know, a couple of years old, and um, but they were like in AA. It's like, oh, you can't help your family. Oh, you can't help your friends and fa-. like that's a lie. That's like another lie that you know we we haven't addressed. But that you know, if you want to do this work, we actually attract people into our lives where we can help heal each other. And one of the things. That you had to do was sit at the part with the partner and shower them with every honest, truthful, loving thing Love that it. you felt and saw about yeah. them, and they there had to go. sit and just yeah. take it. Yeah. They had to just take it in. They couldn't say they weren't supposed to say anything. Right. They were just supposed to sit there and be showered with that loving praise and you know you're a great this and this. I love this about you. Blah blah. And then. You switched, and then you were in the seat, and then they did all this other great stuff, and that was really healthy. That was a really, yeah. really healthy, um, you know, tool. But we have about six minutes left. I want to tell everybody we are talking to Hank Hayes, who is the author and the owner of On Track and Beyond, 
the book is called You've Been Lied To, The Untold Truth About Mainstream Alcohol and Addiction Treatment Programs and the Secrets on How to Eliminate the Problem for Good. And you can find this book on Amazon. It's got a five-star rating. If you love the book, if you like the book, go on to Amazon and you know give it a rating and give it your feedback. Uh, we're going to have Hank on again. Uh, is there anything else you want to finish up with and talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, real quick was, you know, I, I was just in my mind, you know, from from a you know 30,000-foot view, just kind of reviewing what we talked about. And because we're familiar with, with each other and I've, you know, been fortunate enough to have been on your show, right. maybe we could kind of, you know, gloss some things or kind of moved ahead for those that there could be people listening that, hey, man, they're just fresh out of out of the rooms or just trying to, you know, trying to find a way, and this right. may be a little bit further for them. The one thing I would say is this. Here's, these are the facts. These are the numbers. Okay. 75% of people who have an alcohol, a drug, or a negative habit, these are the numbers. 75% of people stop all on their own or with minimal help. Mm-hmm. And that transcends into if one man or woman can do it, I have a possibility and a probability that I can do it. And, you know, that it it's definitely a doable deal. But the individual's got to want it and be willing to take that action. That may not be easy, but they got to be willing to do it. So. Right, right. Um, Danita and Amy said thank you. I also want to say, um, piggyback on that, that Smart Recovery and that website, which is craft for people who love somebody, um, was very, very helpful for me to begin to talk to somebody who might have a problem in a different way. Whether it's um, your, you know, a child or a young adult, it could be anybody. Instead of the AA way to say, um, uh, what, you know, if somebody got really drunk, or well, what did you get from that, or what, you know, what happened? It's it, it just the changes. That the fact that we, I want to say, smart recovery, secular organizations for sobriety, Hank Hayes' website, On Track and Beyond, Amy Lee Coy's website. Um, we have uh, Expose AA. You have my website, which is leavingaa.com. Um, Stop 13 Step in AA for people who are in, uh, still in the program who are dealing with sexual predation. And, uh, you know, I actually had somebody, though we don't have to, well, somebody contacted me a couple weeks ago and told me about somebody who was killed by uh, up in the Washington State area who had met a guy in the program. I mean, she knew these people personally. A guy was court-ordered, um, murdered a young woman that um, that he had met at a meeting and that her child was molested by somebody in the rooms. And so, uh, you know, I think that it's... A and uh, NA has become a very dark world and um, that we need these other modalities to for the judges to know about them, the lawyers who deal with DUIs. But I think more importantly, I think that's really important too. Not more importantly, it's very, very important for the for the courts and the judges. But I love what you're doing, Hank, with the colleges. And um, I spoke at a PTA. Uh, that felt really good. And I want to cur- encourage everybody to buy Hank's book, buy Amy Lee Coy's book, bring it to your physician, Bring it to your lawyer and say, you know, there's new ways now. That AA was written in 1935, 39. It was never, ever vetted. It was never researched. They never changed the dialogue, and they never did any studies. And no one looks at this the way anymore. It's really ancient. So I want to thank – you want to say something? I heard a (laughs) – Yeah. (laughs) Say Ninety seconds. You got got a minute. Here you go. Here's the deal. You know, uh, knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. And I don't say that to be trite in any way, but I know that. No, I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a bunch of, yeah, 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 a bunch of stuff sat around for years. Like, you know, it didn't work out that well in my book because I I wrote my book. I, I just followed through all the way to the finish line with it. But so many things, you know, that 
we have to step out. We have to, whatever it is that we've learned, it needs to be applied. And that's how we get into the power phase. That's how we get it in gear. Just like you're doing this radio show. I mean, I don't know, how, many, how many thousands of downloads you have now? Oh, my God. I wanted to mention that. So I'm really close to 30,000 without even promoting. 29,870 downloads of these shows are people are listening, and I'm not really promoting it anymore. Uh, so uh, it's really exciting for me. Uh, and I want to thank everybody. Kevin says I got a text from Kevin. He said to say hi to you, Hank. Thank you oh, so great. much. So I've been we've been listening to Hank Hayes, um, Monica Richardson, live from Los Angeles, California, with Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. I will be back for another live show next week. And All right. I will talk to you later, Hank. Thank you so much for a Thanks great so show. Thanks so much for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. Have a great day, guys. Okay, great you night, too. Brother. Okay, right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for uh, joining me, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.